I am so excited to introduce Neutralite. This company has been around for 80 plus years. They were green before green was even a thing. They have the world's number one kids and adults vitamins and kids and adults probiotics. This company uses the power of plants from seed to product to nourish and support you and your family's immune systems so you can have fun and enjoy living life together. You know, personal testimony, I had allergies for years and couldn't even be in the room with dust or cats. And the only thing I've changed since then were my vitamins and supplements. They truly cleaned out my system. And now I have three cats. Don't spend another penny on low quality vitamins that invest more in advertisement than the product. Arm yourself with Neutralite vitamins and probiotics, and they have so many more things that will keep you and your family happy and healthy. Also, you can earn points towards cash with every purchase, and with purchases over $99, there's free shipping. Stop losing sleep and time with your family and get back to life with Neutralite. The link is in the show notes. If you're tired of desperately trying to do enough, if you're looking for joy and peace in your educational pursuits, if you think classical education and delight-directed learning aren't mutually exclusive, if you believe memory work is valuable but lists of facts seem boring, if you want true, good, and beautiful education but you don't want to squeeze it into a one-size-fits-all model or externally impose schedule, then join Amy at humilityanddoxology.com and bring wonder and delight back into your homeschool. Join Amy at the five-day winter wonder challenge and get more than $200 in free resources. Again, that's humilityanddoxology.com. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. And today's guest is Emily Jones, a personal friend of mine, CEO and founder of Home Tribe. Emily was not happy with the public education system and in 2017 began gathering parents and educators together for early learning experiences. She gets to be part of the education revolution, which completely excites her and fuels her, as well as helping her facilitate connections between families and educators every day. Home Tribe connects freedom-loving families and educators for eclectic local and online learning experiences. So long are the myths for poor socialization here, you're going to find friends, outdoor experiences, learning pods, and a variety of programs you're just not going to find anywhere else. The Home Tribe supports families in finding their preferred learning experiences, curriculum, and they help make the journey in homeschooling and alternative education a success. In this episode, we talk about how you will never regret advocating for your child when it comes to homeschool and alternative education, how we should all cherish and enjoy every moment, even the difficult moments, and how homeschooling is not just a special, but it's a unique and personal lifelong journey that you get to do with your children. 
Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea, and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Emily Jones has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Today's guest is Emily Jones from Home Tribe. Emily, say hello to our guest and tell us, what is a misconception you feel most have about homeschooling? Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, my name is Emily Jones, and I am the founder of Home Tribe. (laughs) And a misconception about homeschool, I think that a lot of parents struggle with when they first start to dive into homeschooling is that they feel that they have to do public school at home. And that really couldn't be farther from the truth because there is such a plethora of different ways, philosophies, uh, and approaches to homeschool. And that brings us into what you do. So at Home Tribe, you connect families and educators. Like, wow, how did you start doing that? What inspired you to do that? And like, where did that idea even come from? Yeah, so I actually launched Home Tribe back in 2015, very long time ago. It was actually called Home Tribe back then. I had launched a prototype to connect families and educators together in my community for early learning experiences because back then I wasn't finding any solutions for my children that I really liked or that aligned with my husband and I's family values. So the prototype was very simple. It just simply connected parents together for what we would call now pods. But back then it was just a way for parents to get together and do little early learning experiences for our kids at parks, at our homes. And there were actually educators that were exiting the public school system, even back in 2015, that were coming home to educate their children and also create pods in their homes as well. So that's really when Home Tribe started. It was really out of a personal need and a personal problem that I had uh, that I was seeing in education. So I put it aside for three years. My husband and I moved to an area we thought that would be better for our children when it came to public school. Our kids were getting a little bit older. We wanted them to start kindergarten and first grade. And when we saw that there was such a disconnect with our family values in the public school system, we actually decided to go back to homeschooling in 2019 pre-pandemic tried homeschooling full force out and then the pandemic hit and everybody knows what happened then. So I relaunched Home Tribe to include all grade levels. And now we're really hitting the ground running with our third version. We have our app out. Our Home Tribe app is available for iTunes as well as Google Play. And that connects families together for co-ops, pods, homeschool friendships, (laughs) learning experiences, as well as two educators that are offering eclectic learning experiences out of their homes and online. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? There is a huge disconnect when it comes down for people who have strong values and family values with the public school system. I mean, I'm a public school teacher, but even my own values don't align up with what's happening in the public school system. I knew I know I personally would never put my kid in a public school. I would do everything and anything in my power to never put them in there. And that's me speaking as a public school teacher. They would never even step foot into a public school. They wouldn't even know that a public school existed. That's how much I would not have my child even near touch, not even close to having them in a public school system for so many reasons. I wouldn't even go move to like a place, none of it, zero. I guess because I've been there for 22 years and I've just watched how it's declined. So I just applaud you for, you know, taking a stand for your family and 
doing it again. You know what I mean? Like relaunching this because there are a lot of families that have those values. Like I don't want my kids to be in a public school. I want them to have different experience. I want them to enjoy learning. I want them to learn wholesome things. I want them to see things with brighter eyes. I don't want their light to be diminished. And there's just stuff that's just stuff that goes in the traditional school system that, you know, I'm not going to get into in this podcast, but there's stuff that happens there. So I'm so thankful that you did launch for a third time. And now with an app, with everyone being so technologically equipped and everything's on an app, like literally everything's on an app. If you don't have it on an app and on your phone, readily accessible, it's almost like, oh my gosh, I have to go on a computer. Really? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I have to look up a website. So that's really cool. So when someone connects up with Home Tribe, what are they going to find? You mentioned a lot of different things. I'm not familiar still with a lot of the terminology. And I think a lot of new parents coming into it might also kind of have that same mindset like, oh, what does that even mean? So what is a co-op? What is the difference between a co-op and a pod? And what is eclectic teaching? What does that mean for a parent coming new into the homeschool community? Yeah, there is a lot of new terminology. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's new. I just think that it's new for this new generation of parents that's coming into this space. It was such a small space prior to the pandemic. And so now we're hearing co-ops and pods. I actually just did an in-depth article about the eight different philosophies of homeschool and alternative education. I don't think that we should just call it homeschool now because There are so many different options and a lot of parents aren't homeschooling their kids. They are opting into alternative education options. So yeah, I did eight different philosophies and that goes all the way from Charlotte Mason, classical approach, traditional approach, Montessori, unschooling. There's a total of eight that I found. And then on the app, you will see that we have tons of different categories. So you're going to see co-ops, micro schools, as you mentioned, a micro school is really just a small pod of students being educated or learners being educated by an educator typically coming out of the public school system who is essentially creating her own business and starting a learning experience for kids. So that's why I like to call it alternative education. You'll see on the platform a way for parents to just connect locally with one another. That's our free feature for parents. So parents can uh, connect casually. You can also find educators at these micro schools. Educators create listings for their business or their, let's say they're calling them now enrichment centers, learning centers, micro schools. So those are the three main alternative education programs we have on the platform. Yeah, so lots of different terminology. A lot of it is actually spelled out for you in our, in our help center, in our article section, so that you can get familiar with the new terms that are coming with this new generation of learners. Yeah, it's true. It is an alternative way of schooling now. I personally think it's the best way of schooling because it's so interest-based for the kids and it really supports lifestyles, like how parents want to live their life. You know, they can choose the type of education that's going to be beneficial to them. Because I mean, I've interviewed people who have traveled for a year, literally around the world, and they were able to still teach their kids through this alternative type of education in any country, in any place. And they were able to just give great experiences. And there are those who do like a little bit more, you know, let's sit on the couch and do some reading together and spend time together. And then there are those who love to go outdoors and let's go to the beach and learn everything about the beach. Let's go to the forest. You know, there's just so many different options. And I really believe that 
the understanding of what education truly is, it's different than putting your child in a classroom. And I'm beginning to come to the mindset of myself of like, we need to go back to the true definition of education. Education means we are learning and we can learn anywhere. We can learn everything we need to. And we're teaching children to be adults, not teaching them to be kids the rest of their life. And I really feel like the traditional school system will actually delay kids in their growth into the real world. I'm a product of the public school system. And when I walked out of high school, I remember, and this is a true story, September came for me to go to college and I hadn't applied to college yet. And the fear that overwhelmed me, I had a panic attack the first day that I was supposed to be in school because I was absolutely not prepared for what was next. So I actually went into college, a community college right by my house and stayed there five years, a two year school. I stood there five years out of fear, out of complete fear, because I had zero idea what to expect. It was like this dark and nebulous thing. And when you're teaching your children how to be around not just kids their age, the kids all different ages and adults, and you're showing them the world on a daily basis, different parts of the world, when they hit a certain age, they're not going to be scared. And then just being able to connect people together so that way they can see their future, right? I think I said it before, experience is best if it's somebody else's experience helping you instead of you reinventing the wheel, right? Really glean off other people and just learn from others because this is a whole new thing for a lot of people. It is. It's been around for a long time, but the pandemic really opened up a lot of opportunity for parents to take back their home. And I love what you're doing, how Home Tribe just connects families and just different teachers and actually giving a platform for teachers to be able to still do what they love. Because truthfully, if you talk to a lot of public school teachers, they just want to teach and they just want to enjoy their students. It's all the other stuff that administration, it just bogs down. And it really does. Like the majority of public school teachers are just stressed out, almost depressed, almost can't see like what is going on here. And it's really hard on them. And that also is portrayed to students. So that's why there's such a negative connotation a lot of times in the public school, unless, you know, you have a different vision as a teacher in what you're doing at the public school. So I just really applaud you for what you're doing and how you and your husband just took that leap of faith and just said, you know what, we're going to do this. We're going to do it all the way. And when you did start, were there any like concerns, fears and things that you guys had to overcome? When we started homeschooling or the relaunch, because you guys moved and then you relaunched again. Yeah. So we actually, it's crazy. We had sold our house in our, so we lived in Redding, California, and we went through a lot during the pandemic. Uh, this is a little, little off topic, but we are small business owners as well. And we were shut down during the pandemic for five months. I, I just felt that we were suffering in California. And I think like any Californian, we were like, okay, well, maybe we should be moving. And so 
of course, we tried to move to Florida for a few months. And like everyone either talks about it or they actually do it. So we actually did it. And, you know, we got there, we checked out a couple schools. It was so interesting because here we are in Florida and everyone's raving about these public schools. And it's, you know, a public school is a public school. And so I think that that's really when we got real about what the problem actually was when it comes to our children's education. It was like, you can move across the United States, you can move across the globe, but if you're going to plop your child back into a traditional public school setting, you're going to have the same issues. There might be better situations in Florida. I know that they have like parents' rights bill, which is amazing. And I think Florida is doing such a great job when it comes to parental freedoms. I do. But when it all comes down to it, it is the same traditional public school setting, the same conveyor belt school setting where children are forced to sit in a desk and they are called upon and they're forced to raise their hand. And so we moved back and that's when I decided to launch Home Tribe. And I think it was just this epiphany, like I have to come back to California and I have to create my tribe and I have to create my community. And so I started holding Homeschool 101 meetings and I was so blessed and actually astonished by all of the parents that came out of the woodworks after I started doing these Homeschool 101 meetings that felt the same exact way. They felt shunned by their school community, by their friends, because of everything that was going on. And we really started to create our own community at these meetings. And it was such a beautiful thing. That's really what solidified my mission. And it made me realize that this there's a huge need for this. And parents want to leave and teachers want to leave and they want to create a new paradigm in education. So it just gave me a lot of hope after I took that leap. My husband actually prompted me to start Home Tribe. So (laughs) I can't take all the credit. He said, let's relaunch. Why don't you relaunch Home Tribe? That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm glad he did. Go, go, go husband. (laughs) It's so important. Yeah. So the people that have been part of your tribe now, can you share with us some testimonies and things that have really turned around for people after becoming part of the Home Tribe? Yeah, so one story sticks out in my mind. There is a wonderful uh, woman educator named Lauren. She's in Bakersfield, and she shared her story with me. She actually wrote an article for Home Tribe about how she was so suppressed during the pandemic, and she had gone into teaching for the love of teaching and educating and being with children, and the pandemic just completely doused every dream that she ever had as an educator, and she was going to work depressed. They had all these regulations. It was top-down administration at her school, just, I guess, lockstep with COVID restrictions. And so she made the decision to leave her career that she loved and take a leap of faith and start her enrichment center called Elevate You. And so I met her because she opted in to be a community leader for Home Tribe. We have community leaders across California. And so I got to see firsthand, we kind of got to walk this journey, like my relaunch with Home Tribe and then her launch into Elevate You together. She has a listing on Home Tribe. And so that is one example that I see of just a beautiful story, kind of beauty out of the ashes, this terrible experience with COVID and then such a beautiful rainbow, like at the end of this tunnel for Lauren. So that's as an educator, I would say such a beautiful thing to see Lauren kind of spread her wings as an entrepreneur. I I call them educator entrepreneurs because that's really what they are. She's thriving in Bakersfield. And then as far as parents, The biggest thing that I saw was just me getting the information to parents and parents signing up just as parents on Home Tribe to kind of 
see the options that we have. So these homeschool 101 meetings were very beneficial to parents. And we do homeschool 101 meetings every month. And that's just kind of an intro into Home Tribe. So I do the homeschool 101 meeting. It's like an info meeting for how we are to homeschool in California, all the different options. And then parents are able to log on to Home Tribe and kind of see what all their options are. I like to emphasize that Home Tribe is not only a platform that connects, but we are a resource. So that's why we do these informational meetings and things like Homeschool 101, because it's really getting people the knowledge first about what homeschool is and how we can actually enter into homeschool. And then Home Tribe is the tool that connects them to each other and to educators. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm looking right now. You have so many different things. You even have somebody who lives right around the corner from me, which is kind of interesting, like literally right around the, yeah, in Bay Park. I'm like, that's right there. <laughs> so that's really cool. It's cool. Yeah. You have a home education workshop. You have Marissa Donnelly from Donnelly's Daily Apple. You have yes. Seaside Waldorf Forest Co-op. You have, oh, I don't want to mess up the this name, Mahant Mohini. 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 Yeah. Mohini <laughs> Pollock and Reading is She's Elementary. A- Play, Learn, Grow, Sound Learning Center. You have someone for ESL as well. Alan Adamson. I mean, you have even fighting, fighting arts. That's just so cool. And then history dragon. What is the best way to learn world history? Do you have some pretty fantastic things and different categories in here? It looks really amazing. So as we're wrapping up, what's the call to action? Where can parents go to connect with you, get all your resources and just be able to learn more about home tribe? Yeah, so they can download the app. We're really excited. The app just launched two weeks ago. And so we're constantly updating our app. And so they can find that on the iTunes and Google Play Store. And you can access the Help Center through that app as well. But the Help Center is really helpful because there are a lot of in-depth articles about the different learning styles. I love to talk about the different learning styles at my homeschool 101 meetings because when we get out of homeschool, you know, the first question is, okay, how do I quote unquote, sign up for homeschool. So we give them the options. Okay. You know, homeschool at home, or, you know, you can get with a learning center enrichment center, resource center, PSP. So we do that. But then the learning styles, it's great to familiarize yourself for how your child learns, because that will help you find your learning philosophy. So if your child is hands-on learner, you might want to go with maybe a nature, a nature philosophy. And that's kind of like a Waldorf inspired philosophy. I think that at the end of the day, a lot of homeschoolers, they kind of pick and choose from different philosophies and kind of create an eclectic experience for their children. That's what I've seen a lot. But I think it's really important to to segment and kind of call out what the concrete learning philosophies that are out there, how your child learns, kinesthetic, you know, auditory, visual, and then the philosophies, because there is a lot of correlation between those two things. And I think that can be very helpful for you and your learner as well. So article center, and then if you want to come to the homeschool 101 meetings, those are virtual and those are once a month as well. So you can connect with us on Instagram, find those that happen once a month. Yeah. And we have a chat center too. So you can reach out to us and get us in real time uh, Monday through Friday from eight to five, if you have any questions and via email. That's awesome. I just downloaded your app right now. It looks really good. It's really, really nice. It has like everything. It's really easy to navigate. You have the eclectic learning here, which really explains what eclectic learning is. Like you have a kid, it looks like in a farm with some goats and you have (laughs) others looking through telescopes, like enrichment, and you have all of 
your teachers on here and then community leaders so that parents can connect. Really awesome. This is a very nice and clean app. Really, really good. Great do you job. Have a, do you have an iPhone or a Android? I do. I have an okay, iPhone. Cool. Yeah, cool. this is really nice. And you have your blogs. Everything's right here. This is fantastic. Emily, thank you so much for coming on today. This definitely educated me on a lot of different things. And I love your app. I'm definitely going to be passing it on to a lot of people, especially at my church. We have a lot of people who are really huge into homeschooling as well. So as we're wrapping up, what is one thing you want to leave with parents as a big takeaway from our conversation today? Yeah, I think it would just really to encourage you as a parent, if you are on the fence about homeschool because you're afraid that you might be alone or that you have to do it on your own or that you don't know how, just know that there's a growing community, especially in California, I say, because I'm a Californian and we've been really hit hard with this whole education crisis, that there are just so many wonderful, beautiful people that are on the other side and are thriving in home education. And also, you know, teachers, teachers are afraid to take the leap too. So I would just encourage you as a teacher, like you already have all the tools in your toolbox. You've been doing this your entire career. And if you're miserable and you don't want to get with the status quo in public education, just take the leap because it's the most beautiful freeing thing that I have been able to see educators just spread their wings and fly it from public education into alternative education and not miss a beat. And it's the best thing that they've said that they've ever done for their career and for the kids that they get to serve. So on both ends, it's just a revolution that we're in right now. And I just think that riding the wave <laughs> is going to be uh, just so beautiful for you and your family. So I just encouraging. Yeah, I agree with you, Emily, especially here. I'm in California too. I'm in San Diego. And I think that's the most important thing that we actually all stand strong on what we believe is truth and not back down. If you want to homeschool, do it. Don't worry about that. It's California or what things are going to come. We really do need to ride this wave. We need to push forward. We need to keep moving on. And as a public school teacher, I have to say, like, I speak truth in my classes. And yes, I can get in lots of trouble, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, I don't answer to them. I answer to one and it's not them. So it's super important that we all band together. And, you know, even those who aren't Christian, you have to have some type of litmus test where it's like, it's not okay what's happening, whether you don't like the standardized testing. There's just things everyone I feel like can really link arms. We're going to say, no, stop doing this in our public schools. And you know what I mean? Just like, I just say, stop. <laughs> like there's just things I need to stop. And the only way that they are going to stop it is if we all say, you know what? We're just going to take them out. I mean, LA did it. 50,000 kids didn't return back to the public school. And that really sent a message. And I think the parents right now, you guys are the army. You guys are the army, period. I, I don't know what else to say. It's, you need to know that you're the strength right now. You're the wave of change, period. And then your kids are going to ride that wave into the future. So Thanks, Emily, so much for coming on. It's been really a pleasure talking with you and just hearing all of your wisdom and your testimony and 
you know, what you're doing for the homeschool community. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. This was really fun. And I, I, I love all the podcasts. I was going through them today and you, you're just interviewing so many wonderful people. And so I just, um, you know, thank you for giving me a platform and for all of us educators and parents and everyone that's in this space, a platform um, to speak out and talk about what we're offering. Awesome. <laughs> If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.